Amen. Tonight we're going to be talking about church growth. How many have you been blessed by the, the series titled Ecclesia Church? Build your church. Hallelujah. Oh yes, and God is building his church. Can you see that God is building his church? Anything you focus on begins to come towards you. Amen. We're going to stay here. And we're going to see God doing amazing things. Hallelujah. We're going to see God do amazing things. But tonight my topic is titled Wisdom for Church Growth. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Wisdom for church growth. Everybody excited about that topic? Okay. If you're not excited, it's too late. I'm going to be preaching on it. (laughs) Ephesians chapter 7 and verse 13. Ephesians chapter 7 and verse 13. Ephesians chapter 7. Sorry, Ephesians about 3 and verse 7. Where did I get that from? Hallelujah. Ephesians about 3 and verse 7 to 13. I'm sure media team was like, what in the world? For those of you who are joining online, I see you. Thank you for joining service tonight. And I see somebody trying to fry plantain. Plantain. Moy moy and plantain. When the word of the Lord is going forth, please. <laughs> I see somebody at McDonald's, M- McDonald's right now. <laughs> Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A, that's the word. If you're not at Chick-fil-A at this time, no, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 7. Thank you for joining us. Pay attention to the word. If you're at work, that's okay. If you're in the house, I don't know why I'm just kidding. If you're in the house, it's okay. But make sure you're listening. Because this word is going to bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let's read from the NIV version. Change the version. Change the version for me. Thank you. I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given to me. Through the working of his power. That is where you celebrate. I became what? A servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace. Paul the apostle. Given through me by the working of his power. I became what? A servant. Wisdom for church growth. I became a servant of this gospel. Some people only receive the gospel. They don't become servants of the gospel. They receive it. They are glad. Wow, I'm saved. Hallelujah. In fact, I don't have to go to church because I'm already saved. Have you heard anybody anybody say that before? I'm saved. I don't have to go to church. All these churches. Once... (laughs) Those people are not servants. They are still babes. And guess what? Babes still enter heaven. But when we get to heaven, you will know that God loves everybody. But the way God likes everybody is different. Like. 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 He loves everybody. But when he likes somebody, it's like my friend Abraham. God still has friends today. God has children that have received salvation. And we praise God for that. We are all yes, we are all getting to heaven. But when you get to heaven, you will know that God has friends. One of the things that qualify you to be a friend of God is that you're interested in his business. What is his business? Building the church. Say, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Can I go deeper tonight? Oh, yes, I will. Now watch this. Watch this. I will be my church and the gates of hell shall not depart. Okay? When people are building, that's what they call a general contractor. If you were building, Dr. Odilia, 
Would you, do you think you will have the cell phone number of your general contractor? Why? Because that is the person that is going to be ensuring that your building goes smoothly. Although it's your building and you have the money, you need that person to build it for you. Same way in the kingdom, God needs general contractors who can build churches. You become a general contractor for God, he will have your number. He will have your number. Hallelujah. He will have your number. Listen now. Listen now. Don't get distracted. He will have your number. There is the judgment. There are two kinds of judgment that will happen. There's judgment where you receive Christ or not and you get to heaven. But when you get to heaven, there's another judgment where your works will be tried. And Bible says some people's works will be will be burnt away. Only only the fact that they are they receive Jesus that we why they are still in heaven after that. So God is looking for in this last day. God is looking for general contractors, servants of the gospel. Hear me, sir. The gospel is free and freely receive it. But to take the gospel to the ends of the earth, it requires work. Run away from any gospel that takes away personal responsibility for building the kingdom. That, that generates lazy Christians. Christians that when they get to heaven, they will find out that they wasted most of their life on earth. Why? Because when you get to heaven, your works is what will be tried. Your works, what you did. It's what you believe that takes you into heaven. But your rewards in heaven are based on what you did. That is the full gospel. Run away from any gospel that says, it doesn't matter what you do. God just loves you. Yes, he loves you. But when you get to heaven, you realize that God likes some people. And one of the reasons why God likes people is because they are committed to building the church. Oh, yes. They are committed to building the church. What I'm telling you is under the anointing right now. Fight it or leave it. But when you get to heaven, we'll be standing next to each other. Oh, yes. And then we'll see rewards. Make sure your neighbor's reward is not more than your reward, though. Huh? You hear me? Make sure your neighbor's reward is... Bible says, let us stir up each other unto good works. Stir up each other unto good works. Good works. Hallelujah. Wisdom for church growth. That's just verse 7. Verse 8. I've not even gotten to my sermon yet. Let's go to verse 8. Let's go. Media team, Ephesians 3 and verse 8 now. Although I am less than the least of all Lord's people, this grace was given to me to preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ. Preaching text effort, verse 9. And to make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery which for ages past was kept hidden in God who created all things. Verse 10. His Please, sir, don't miss this. This will change the way you you view the church forever. Watch this. His intent was that now, through the church, that what? Now, now, through the church. Touch your neighbor and say, through the church. Through the church. Through the church. The manifold Wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms. Listen, through the church. The church has a big place on the earth. The church is a big entity. It's a, an important entity of great esteem. Anybody that wants to take you away from, whether you leave a church, make sure you go to another church. Make sure you're part of the body. And make sure you never speak bad about the organization of the church globally. 
I'm not talking about living where I'm talking about the church globally. And then this, the local churches, make sure you're not caught fighting the church because God's plan is that through the church, the manifold wisdom. What is manifold? Many sided wisdom, many, many sided wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms. So next time you're inviting somebody to church, talk like you know that the church is important. Talk like, talk like you know that, man, it is through the church that God's wisdom is expressed on the earth. The church is not a beggarly institution. In fact, in Tulsa, some of the biggest hospitals are St. This, St. What's that one? St. St. John's, St. Francis. Listen, the church is a solution providing entity. The church is not a, a liability to the society. It is a, is a what? Solution providing entity. Oh yes. Hallelujah. So when you talk about the church, you must speak like man. This is it's a big it's a big deal. The church is a big deal. In in today's terms, it's a big deal. The church is the thing. What's the in thing? The church is the in thing. What's the cool thing? The church is the cool thing. The church is cool. It is cool to go to church. It is it is cool, sweet boy. It is cool to go to church. And I'm so proud of you, by the way. Hallelujah. And the voice, my God. You will, you will know eventually what I'm talking about. The church, it's cool. It's cool to go to church. It's not cool to go to coffee shops. No, it is cool to go to church. Oh, yes. The church is a, is a big deal. It's a big deal. Wisdom for church group. So, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made manifest. Should be made known to the rulers and authorities in heaven according to his eternal purpose that he accomplished in Christ Jesus, our Lord. In him and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, what does manifold wisdom have to do with church growth? I'm sure you. <laughs> Psalm chapter 1, 104. Psalm 104 and verse 24. Psalm 104 and verse 24. Let's go to the King James Version, a new King James Version. Change the version for me, please. Change the version. Change the version. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Lord. Somebody say, oh, Lord. Oh, say it like I was excited about. Say, oh Lord. Oh, yeah, oh yes. How manifold are your works? Hey, you have made them all. The earth is full of your possessions. How manifold are your works? Wisdom produces, manifold wisdom produces manifold works. Manifold, different kinds of works. Meaning the church is supposed to be a place where various kinds of activities are going on. That produce growth, that produce solutions, that produce helps for people. That's why we have ministries in the church. How manifold are your works? Manifold wisdom produces manifold works. You have made them all. The earth is full of your possessions. The earth is full of your possessions. Oh yes. <laughs> the earth is full of your possessions. Meaning... The church should be full. The, the works of the church should be to go around the world. It, it, it should go where? 
everywhere. It should be full everywhere. When you everywhere you turn, you should see something that has to do with the church, helping society, helping um, kids, helping um, the elderly, widows. The church should be a place where many works are happening. That's why when you see a mega church, you find that the mega churches have many works. How many, many, many is many fold, different kinds, different kinds, different expressions of wisdom, different expressions of works, different expressions of works. And as our church grows, your same ministry is being springing up, both for inside the church and outside outreach. Hallelujah. And God is raising you and I to create these ministries that can impact society, that can bless the people in the church, impact your, you, and then impact the society. Amen? Mark 6 and verse 2. Mark 6 and verse 2. How manifold, many kinds of works. The earth is full. The earth is full, full. I see living word as a church where people in every sector of life, every from government in this in this city and everywhere living word is. Amen. A living word will be known for adding value Amen. to its surroundings. Amen. This summer, this summer we have, we have done how many outreaches? Two outreaches, we have, we have been able to touch at least 500 people. What, what is that? In one quarter. Hallelujah. Many fold, many fold works. Many fold works. Hallelujah. Six verse two, he says, Mark, and when Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue, just like I am. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, where did this man get what? These things. And what, you see that word again? What, what? Wisdom is this which is given to him. That what such mighty works were performed by his hands. Wisdom will always produce works and manifold wisdom will produce manifold works much wisdom will produce much works hallelujah where did this man get these things from where did this church get that kind of idea from where did they get this kind of idea from to come up with this I was telling some of the young adults, I was telling my mom as well some of the plants that are just been bubbling in my heart. You know, this Sunday, the, the kind of car that picked up some students, in their whole, I don't think something in their whole life have entered that kind of, that kind of car. When, listen, when the, when the enemy strikes, when, it, listen, when the enemy strikes you, you do like this and bah, strike harder. Amen? So what the enemy was trying to mess up with our transportation. Huh? So okay. And we're just getting started. We are just... Because the enemy tried that, Tulsa will hear that. Which kind of church carries their members to church like... What, which kind of church is carrying members to church like this? Hallelujah. You know, you know bro, brother... Uh, uh, um, uh, Pastor Jonathan Shuttlesworth in... in um, in Pennsylvania, one of the testimonies I had, when the church was growing, they had to rent a parking lot. So, other churches now became jealous. Churches that have rainbow flags on, on, on them, they now became jealous of the growth, right? And they, they now came and they started telling the city that, hey, these people have, have grown capacity, their parking lot is not enough. So, you know what the church did? They, they rented a, a parking lot across um, across the church and rented a limo to bring people from that parking lot into church. You, when the enemy slaps you, you slap him harder. 
And so some of you are like, why is this? Why is he talking like this? Slap him harder. When a demon slaps you, you when you get up, sir. But Bible says when Paul, Peter fell. Now, what did Jesus tell him? When you are converted, strengthen the brethren. It takes strength to be able to strengthen the brethren. You hit back harder. You came against our transportation, demon, devil. Watch us do it. We are going to do it in grand style. Grand style. Where people will start saying, I just want to come, I just want to, I just want a ride to church. I just want to ride with you people to church. Oh, yes. That is, that is, that is a thought. That is works. 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 Hallelujah. So as leaders in the church, as we are praying for God to grow the church, what God will be doing is that he'll be giving you wisdom in how to create works. Different kinds of works that will cause people to want to come here. Many types of works. Wisdom. You find ways, wise ways to invite people. Hallelujah. Find wise ways. You know, I, I met Alexis in the library the other day. And she said, uh, Lizzie invited me. I, I was like, who invited you to the church? She's, she's been constantly coming. I said, who invited She said, Lizzie invited me. I said, how? She's like, she was like, I was at an orientation and she just walked up to me and said, are you looking for a church? I know you're new here. She was like, yeah, I'm looking for a church. And hallelujah. And many of you have seen that kind of works in your life as well. Because I've seen what we saw on Sunday what we saw on Sunday that this place was too small. We had to bring we had to bring more chairs inside the church. What we saw on Sunday was many kinds of works because people put their hands to work. Different kinds of invitations were going out. Come, you'll get prizes. Come, you'll get this. Come, come and you hear the word. The worship is good. Many kinds of works. Many kinds of wisdom. Hallelujah. Wisdom for church growth. 24, Proverbs 24, verse 3 to 6. Proverbs 24, <laughs> verse 3 to 6. Proverbs 24, verse 3. Free, free, free. Let's go to uh, um, new, new King James Version. Change the version for me, please. Change the version. Or change the version. Or change if you are from uh, France. <laughs> or you speak le français. Change, change. Well, how do you say? How do you say change in uh, in uh, in uh, in Spanish? Anybody know? Anybody know how to say change something in Spanish? Like change, change, lo change. <laughs> no Spanish speakers here. That means we need to find the wisdom to bring the Spanish speakers here. Well, I mean, I know Brother Sam has been coming for the past two Sundays. The one that was on the on the screen juggling the ball. Amen. So, even the Hispanics are beginning to show up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Many, see, manifold wisdom will bring manifold types of people. Many kinds of people too. You'll be able to reach different kinds. This is not an African church. We are proudly pastored by an African pastor. But this church is not an African, it's an international church. As a matter of fact, if your pastor is not African, you have, you, 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 You better find someone who can pray for you, sir. I am proud that my pastor is African. And my pastor's wife is African. Because I, I know that Africans can pray. It's not a secret. It's not a secret. By fire, by force. Which, which, how many churches in America do you see that they do 80 hours of prayer? <laughs> All night prayer. How, how many? You can count in five fingers. Find a pa- Find the church. If you are watching online, you are just passing by. This church, we have pastors that can pray here. You'll be covered. You'll be covered. Your head will be covered. Oh, yes. It's an advantage for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And guess what? When people, every time people come in here, they're like, there's an atmosphere. I say, it's prayer. You don't know what you're... It's prayer. There's an engine room of prayer going on. Yesterday, I was hearing our sister's prayer. I was like, oh, my God. If they were praying, I heard they were calling my name in the prayer. They say, oh, pray for Pastor Peter, Pastor Peter, Pastor. So they were praying for us, sir. So we are covered. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. It is an advantage that our pastor is African. So use it. You say, 
Listen, my pastor, if he prays for you, manifold use use your create your let your wisdom let wisdom come alive in you manifold that's wisdom you have to find wise ways of building the church when people are trying to build their business they look for they, they are creative they are thinking should i do this should i do this should i do this that is that is how a member of the church that wants to build the church should do can I do okay, wait. Okay, last week I did this, it didn't work. Okay, I'll try this one. I'll try. Have you ever seen somebody after one week that they do not see um, people in their business? They now close the they close down the business. No, they look for creative ways. Oh, I can do marketing. I can do this. I can tell this friend that my friend has no. Oh, that I know somebody that used to do this. Oh, oh, yes, my sister's brother's uncle, auntie used to be in this business. I need to call him. I need to call him. Manifold wisdom. They don't give up. Same thing in church growth. Many kinds of wisdom. In fact, oh my goodness. Oh, <laughs> listen. Do you know that there are certain people that will not come to the church unless they hang out with you? So there needs to be hangouts going on. Amen? Hangouts going on. So you don't wait for Pastor Victor to call the hangout. You. You're talking to somebody. Say, okay, hmm. you want to come and hang out with me in the uh, where Hammer Center? Hammer Center. Let's go and play. Let's let's play. You want to come? We're going to hang out. You created that event right on the spot. You call MM. Say, hey, can you come at 6 p.m.? I we need to hang out. I said, well, my friends are hanging out. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Before you know it, that person feels comfortable with you. And what I'm giving you is practical stuff here. That person feels comfortable. I told someone the other day. Say, hey, you need to come to the house. Oh, come and eat. Come and eat. My mom is here. Well, do you think I'm just saying this should come? Oh, there's, oh my goodness. Many fold wisdom, sir. <laughs> Strate- the Bible says the children of this world are wiser in their day than the children of light. When a secular person, somebody who is a playboy wants a girl, he will do anything everything. You become a Christian. You be, you come to church. You speak in tongues. You say, you say, I don't, I want a brother that speaks in tongues. I want a brother that, you say, I, I speak in tongues. I, right now, I speak in tongues. <laughs> oh, God. Manifold wisdom. The children of this world are wiser. But in this church, I tell you, the children of light are wiser than the children of this world. Oh, yes. Hey. Text somebody and say, you missed service today. Just text, just text somebody. Say, you missed, you missed service today. You're missing out. Tell them the word is being dished like, it's like, it's like fast food. No, no, sorry. No, it's like buffet, 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 buffet. It's a buffet here. (laughs) Oh, yes. Proverbs 24, verse 3. As we wrap up. Through wisdom is a house built. Through wisdom, a house is built. So, what are we building? We're building the church. Through wisdom is a church built. And by understanding, it is established. Understanding what, what makes what makes the church grow? What makes the church grow? I can keep you here for five hours though, preaching about this thing. Why? Because my what I'm reading. Go back to it. What I'm the things I'm reading about church. It's amazing, and I'm not reading for people that don't have. Some people can write. People can. Some people can write too, but they don't have any works to show for it. There's the church growth. They say, "What's that?" No, read from people who. If you are, by the way, if you are a minister here, I want to encourage you. Bishop Doug Howard Mills' books are powerful. If there's anything like church engineering, eh? church engineering, this man. But if you read all his books on church growth, you can put on your on your CV church engineering, church engineering <laughs> certificate in church engineering. <laughs> what would that be? BSc, B, B, uh, which one? Church engineering. <laughs> BCE, BCE, <laughs> Battle of Church Engineering. 
Hallelujah. Oh my goodness. Uh, in fact, there's so much I can be sharing from. So if you're, oh boy. Anyways, let's, let's finish up. Let's finish up. Hallelujah. Through wisdom, a house is built. And by understanding, and by the way, I've not even touched any of the things in this book, in this sermon. <laughs> hey, oh yes. This, this is broadcasting live, 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 live. Amen. Through wisdom, a house is built. And by understanding, it is established. By knowledge, the what? The rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Pleasant riches. Listen, by what knowledge? Do we want to see a church field? It is by what? By knowledge. You have to know how to do it. Some of the tips I was giving now, it's like practical tips. Knowledge is knowing what to do and doing it. Yeah. By knowledge, the rooms, by knowledge, the sanctuary is filled. Get not, see, every one of us, we are part of this army of building the church, right? So find, find knowledge in that area too. How can a lay person build the church? With, say, it's filled with what? All precious and pleasant riches. Everybody that comes as a, an, as a matter of your, uh, as a result of your invite is coming with what? Precious and pleasant riches. Why? Everyone has value. <laughs> Everyone has what? Value. So when the church grows, the riches of the church grow because the people come with value. Some people are in business. Some people are in... That's, that's, that's the beautiful thing about having a mega church. Inside of that church, there will be riches. The, because the people, the people... Riches are not riches are not buildings. Riches are people. Huh? There are people that are working. So when the people come in here and the place is filled, what you're seeing here is riches, riches everywhere. So some of the prayers you're praying, let, let him, it's okay, he's, he's doing this part. Some of the prayers you're praying, some of the prayers you're praying, by them just coming, the, what will happen is that riches every single place. Hallelujah. Amen. He's ready to work. He's working already in the house of the Lord. <laughs> a wise man is strong. Yes. A wise of a man of knowledge increases strength. Listen. For us to build a strong church, we need increase in knowledge. As leaders, I'm talking about service unit leaders. If you're a service unit leader, you you should have, we say, we're talking about Vision 300. You should be saying, okay, Pastor Victor, I'll let my service unit to do 50. Okay, we take it. All right, 50. Okay, um, children's ministry, okay. We'll, okay, we'll recruit. Every service unit should be thinking, how can my service unit take a chunk of that Vision 300 and pursue it? Don't watch only uh, some people do it. Don't watch it. It's for everybody. Everybody. Yes, a church of knowledge Increases strength. Strength. Listen, there are some churches that you can't touch. There are some churches that, like in Nigeria, that you can't. You will see a pastor on the pulpit speaking against the president. You can't touch him because if you touch him, half of the country is in disarray. You can't. A man of a wise man is strong, and a man of knowledge in strength. Strength. Churches, when they grow, they become strong, 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 strong. And what happens? You cannot touch them. They become the moral compass of society. For by wise counsel, six, you will wage your own war. And in a multitude of counselors, there's safety. That's why I read about church growth. That's why you should too. Whether you're a minister or not, you can read about church growth. There's no place. I, I never saw in this book that this book is only for those that are pastors. No. You can read. And you can learn and say, okay, how, how, does, how do pastors think? How do pastors that build mega churches think? Or by wise counsel, the church will go forward. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. Will wage your own war. Listen. Do you think the enemy is going to be clapping for us as we're growing? No. So it's war. 
So that's why we need counsel. We need to know, okay, how, how do we sustain this? How, how, how do we do this? And in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. That's why I listen to a lot of men of God. Like, I, I love listening because that's how I grow in my knowledge. Amen? Because in a multitude of counselors, there is what? Safety. There's safety. There's safety. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Should I give you Jara? Jara, like, what Jara is? Extra, extra, extra. Okay, five minutes. Bonus, bonus, bonus. Thank you, Dr. Dile. Bonus. I'll give you one nugget to take away. <laughs> Are you ready? I have three, but I'll give you one. Come back next week. Hallelujah. <laughs> For your church to grow, or for this church to grow, we must continue to empower the women. Uh, for this church to grow, we must continue to empower the women. Okay, now I get to read from you, from the book for you. Are you ready? You want you want some of this uh, this delicacy here? Anybody want some of this delicacy here? Okay, all right, all right, okay, okay. All right, I'll open it up for you. Oh, yes. Oof. My, 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 my. <laughs> what is something? <laughs> okay, 238, page 238. It's a whole encyclopedia on church growth. This book is Church Growth. It is possible. Turn to your neighbor and say it is possible. possible. Church growth. It is possible. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. Oh, yes. It is possible. Just listen, okay? You don't have, but if you want to write, that's okay. Ten reasons why women make a church grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Number one, women will make your church grow because they helped Jesus in the ministry. In the Bible, women followed Jesus and helped him. If women help Jesus, I would like them to help me too. If Jesus needed the help of women, you will too. <laughs> Jesus had a worldwide ministry. He traveled to many cities and villages preaching the gospel. The twelve disciples were with him on these preaching tours, as well as certain women who had who ministered to him. Women were are always present where fruits are being born. And it came about soon afterwards that he, that he began going about from one city and village to another, proclaiming and preaching the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him and also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and sicknesses. Mary, who was called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod Stewart, talk about money, and Susanna, and many others who were contributing their support to their, of, out of their private means. Amen? I'm going to read the rest quickly. Number two, women will make your church grow because the apostle Paul used women in his ministry. Philippians 4 verse 3. Help those who, <laughs> help those women which labored with me in the gospel, with Clement and also I. Philippians 4 verse 3. Women will make your church grow because they recognize the anointing and believe it quicker than men. Hey! Hey! hey. <laughs> Abigail recognized that David was going to become the king and she honored him whilst her husband was hardened and resistant. <laughs> Indeed, women are the live wires of the anointing. They receive, they detect, and they believe ten times faster than the average man. The woman with the issue of blood received the anointing whilst Peter, James, and the others felt and received no healing anointing at the crusade. <laughs> Alright, I'll move forward. Verse four. If you like it, go and read, go and buy the book, go and buy the book. Four, women will make your church grow because God has destined to destroy the devil through women. Genesis 3 and verse 15. I will put enmity between thee and the woman 
and between thy seed and thy seed, it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Five, women will make your church grow because women are producers of children. Someone say amen. Six, women will make your church grow because women are good pastors. I gotta read this one. I gotta read this one. Women have the natural gift of talking. Mm, oh, yes. <laughs> they have this gift because they are always talking to children as they, are, they bring them up. This gift of talking can be perfectly transposed into the ministry as counsel, teaching, and interaction. I have watched women who have cared for others and built large churches. God used M.M. Semple McPherson to build the first great denomination of churches, which is a thriving ministry today. Hallelujah. <laughs> What? what is that? I didn't, I didn't get it. Amen. <laughs> Sample McPherson. <laughs> Women, did I say amen? <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> I guess your wife is coming. <laughs> hey, oh, yes. <laughs> I meant to say Amy Sample McPherson. Hallelujah. Seven women, by the way, for those of you who are watching online, you guys are missing out tonight. Next time you come for Wednesday service. Women will make a church grow because women, uh, um, grow because women, they are good helpers. Amen? Women are good helpers. Women will make the church grow because they are, they are more permanent and loyal workers. A church grows proportionately to the number of permanent and loyal people it has. Men are known to change jobs at at least four times in their lives, whilst women keep their jobs for a lifetime. A church filled with faithful and people and loyal people is a great blessing. Amen? Practical. This is, this is practical stuff. Amen? Nine, women will make a church grow because they are less concerned about money than men. Verse 10, women... I don't know about the women of the day. I just got to put in that in. But they are not here. They are not here. They are not here. And guess what? It's not bad for women to also want to succeed and make money. In fact, I want women in this church to succeed and make money. Amen. Hallelujah. Why? Because I know that women are generous givers. Oh, yes. Women give all their life. They give up themselves. And finally, women will make a church grow because the largest churches in the world have used women to build their churches. Pastor David Young Church speaks about women that have served faithfully as cell leaders and helped to build his church. I once preached in a large church that seated 12,000 people. It was one of the largest churches in that country. In that service, I was amazed to find out, to find not, not more than 20 men amongst 12,000 women. Amazing women. Jump on your feet tonight. Wisdom for church growth. Empower the women. Oh, yes. Our women's conference is coming up. Amen. Oh, yes. Amen. Well, use it, so, turn to your neighbor and say, use your head for church growth. Use your head for church Think, think. Turn to your neighbor and say, think about church growth. Think creatively. Think creatively about church growth. Oh, yes. And guess what? You just this whole place will just there won't be like what you saw on Sunday. There will be space. The whole place will be filled with riches, people everywhere. Though even the neighbors will say something is happening here. We have to come and see. Oh yes, Hallelujah! Just raise up your hands and thank the Lord tonight. Ushers, go ahead and share the communion. Thank Him because wisdom is being released to you for church growth. Lord, give me wisdom for church growth. Hey! Usher, share the communion as we pray. Lord, we open our hearts for wisdom to build your church. Hey! Because we know this is our time. This is our moment. 
This is the year that you have said it shall be a year of grace and glory for Living World International Church. And so we will not give up. We will not stop until we see you multiply us in numbers. In numbers. Oh, 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 oh. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. Receive wisdom tonight. Hey, 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 hey. This is our time, church. What God showed us on Sunday is that, listen, church, listen, listen, listen to me. This is our time. We will not miss it. We will not be caught sleeping while it's time to plant. We will not be caught backbiting, talking. No, we are too busy. No, our mouths we use constructively. Because what happens when churches begin to grow, complaints begin to come up. But here at Living World International Church, I'm praying that God will make every one of us mature believers. Amen. Amen. Oh, the church is growing. Pastor has forgotten about me. Pastor, because pastor, pastor doesn't talk to me anymore after service. You become a pastor. Hey, sir. You become a pastor and begin to talk to people. They have forgotten about me, oh. They have forgotten about me. You become a pastor. And all those all those new people that you saw on Sunday, I hope you were able to connect with some of them. Invite them out for lunch. That's what you do. Play your own part. Invite them home. Become a minister. Become a pastor. Who is a pastor? Let's not get mystical. Who is a pastor? Somebody that has a crown on his head walking around every day? Somebody that has a fire on his head that when you see him, you run away? No. A pastor is somebody who takes care of people. Period. A pastor is like a nurse, a doctor. Anybody can become one by just doing the work. And I see pastors rising from here. Many, many. You know, on Sunday, I said, how many of you have a gift of pastoring? Seven people. Seven people raised their hand and said they they have the gift of pastoring. (laughs) Hallelujah. Let's take the communion. Because if you keep going, you know that's seven. First Corinthians 11 verse 23. Thank you, Lord. Tonight, I am believing... Listen, listen to me. When the disciples were walking on the road to Emmaus, the Bible says when they ate the communion and sat with Jesus, their eyes were open. Their eyes open. And then they knew tonight as you eat, your eyes will be open for creative ways to build the church. Listen, building the church is good business. <laughs> you, you don't know what I'm talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about. Listen, when I went to Pittsburgh, ushers, ushers, millionaires, you never know who you invite and they come here. After all, you've been praying and praying and praying and praying. You just one invite, one invite. There is good for you. There is, there is benefit for you when you build the church. Hallelujah. You have a network of people that support you. Support system. Many benefits. Tonight, Lord, remember you. But Lord, tonight, we eat and we ask that our eyes be open. Like the disciples' eyes were open on that road to Emmaus as they ate and they drank. And we say, worthy are you, Lord, to receive glory. And tonight we partner and we say we will partner with you in building you a strong 
church. Hallelujah. Go ahead and break and eat and drink as well. And then we're going to sing this beautiful song. Worthy, worthy is the Lamb seated upon the throne. Thank you for the cross, Lord. Thank you for the price you paid. Bearing all my sin and shame in love you came and gave amazing Thank you for this Hallelujah.